Dear God, please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be pleasing to you as I speak every single day to your daughters and your son. In Jesus' name, amen. This podcast is devoted to you for you to get a few moments each day as a reminder of how much God loves you, how faithful he is to you, how much grace and mercy he has abounded upon you. So listen to one, listen to five, or listen to one over and over again. Take the time every day to commit to hearing your love letter from God. Humility. When we think about humility, we think about it in terms of quieting our voice or deferring to another person. Jesus gives us a direct picture in Luke 14 of what it means to be humble. In verse 8, he says, when you're invited to a wedding feast, don't sit in the seat of honor. What if someone who is more distinguished than you has been invited? The host will come and say, give this person your seat. Then you will be embarrassed and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So let's dig into that a little bit more. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled. When you have a very high regard of yourself, when you are so, so, so overly boastful about your abilities and your opinions and and everything, Jesus said, you will be humbled. And that humbleness can come from you being at work and you've always been the top producer or the number one person and a boss comes down from corporate and puts you in your place. That humility can be anywhere in life. That humility is coming directly from God. He doesn't want us to be boastful. He doesn't want us to exalt ourselves. Instead, he wants us to be humble. He wants us to say, yes, I'm a wonderful speaker. Thank you so much for acknowledging my speaking ability, but I give all glory to God because he's the one who gave me this gift. Or, yes, my children are doing so well in school. Thank you so much, but I know that I couldn't do this without the help of God. That's what it means to be humble. Being humble means to ensure that you're giving God the credit for the work in your life. And when you think about this humbleness physically, don't always try to be the big celebrity or the superstar or self-promote yourself. Allow God to elevate you. At the right time, he will make sure that your voice is heard, your story is heard, that people know who you are. And that could be on a large platform, on stages speaking to people. That could be within your household, your children exalting you. That could be within your classroom, your students and their parents telling you how wonderful they are. Allow God to exalt you. Jesus uses a parable in this chapter too. And in this parable, he talks about a man who prepared a great feast and he sent out many, many invitations. And 
the invitations that he sent out came back with people making excuses. Oh, I have to go inspect my field. I have five oxen and I have to get them out. They just, eh, you know, they didn't have time. They didn't want to come to this banquet. So this man said, okay, all right. You guys don't want to come. I'm going to invite all of the poor and the lame and the sick. I'm going to invite them to my banquet. And they all came and he still had more food. So he went out again and he invited more of these same people, these marginalized people in the community. And he said in verse 24, for none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. What this parable is teaching us is we just talked about humility. Humility also goes with thankfulness, gratefulness, being grateful and thankful for the people that God have put in your life. So all of the people who had all the riches and they had so much, they were like, eh, we don't need that. But those people who are marginalized, people who would never have imagined being invited to such a beautiful place, they came. So as you are sowing your seed, as you are pouring out your goodness and your grace and your mercy into the world, if people don't receive you, that's not on you. It's on you to keep sowing and you find the people in the world who can receive your great seed. You find the people in the world who are able to come and take part of all of the amazing things that you are pouring into the world. This chapter wraps up with Jesus telling us how to be a disciple. In verse 27, he says, And if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. What does it mean to carry your own cross? That means that you have your own convictions. That means that you realize that every single day you die daily to God. Literally, every single day, we should be dying daily to God. That daily death is us repenting, repenting of our sins, asking for forgiveness, truly carrying whatever we have, whatever we have done, and saying, God, I give it to you. I'm carrying this alone. I'm not carrying this because of my mom, my brother, my children. I am carrying this because of me. In verse 34, he says, salt is good for seasoning. But if it loses its flavor, how do you make it salty again? Flavorless salt is good neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown away. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. 